Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, we are in a series on building a legacy mindset. We started a couple of days ago, and I hope that you've been with us since the beginning as we started out with four very important and critical lessons that need to be learned and understood before we can move into the topic of building a legacy mindset. So if you didn't catch those, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those. And then we ended off yesterday talking about fear a little bit. And I love the acronym I've heard before about fear, which is false evidence appearing real. (laughs) And so often we're guilty of overthinking things or imagining things that are never going to happen. Maybe maybe thinking worst case scenarios. And I think I heard a statistic out there once uh, that was 85 or 90% of the things that we are afraid of um, are just stuff that we're just imagining. They're they're not even going to happen. I mean, we're we're often thinking worst case scenario and we don't need to do that to ourselves. So um, getting beyond that fear is a really big piece of this. In fact, Jack Canfield stated Everything you want is on the other side of fear. And Napoleon Hill said, our only limitations are those we set up in our own minds. Well, the reason that these lessons and this understanding fear is so critical to what we're about to embark on in this journey is that when it comes to building a a legacy mindset, you're going to have to be willing to take risks and step out and live beyond your comfort zone. There's just no way around that. Um, And it's going to expand the ability of influence that you have in your life right now more than you could ever imagine. So it's well worth the effort to invest in this and really listen to every detail as we go through it. Um, The next piece of this is the self-directed neuroplasticity, which we've talked about before in depth. So I'm not going to dive in deep on this. But just as a reminder, um, the idea is to rewire your brain or retrain your brain to think about the things that you want it to grow in and stop expanding the neural networks in the areas that are just causing you that fear and that that those issues that you you have in fact the next piece of this i want to share with you is cognitive consonance versus dissonance and uh, we have touched on this as well before but uh, along the same pathway as what we're talking now if you are in dissonance your heart and your head are not in, in agreement so you may think in your head that you have the knowledge you need or you feel right about a certain way of moving forward but in your heart you're constantly in disagreement so you're you know always second guessing always doubting fearful you know uncertain and so we want to create this agreement between our heart and our mind and we can only do that by rewiring our brains and by filling our hearts and minds as much as we can with the right thoughts. Okay, so enough of the recap of science. Let's dive into the 10 keys to building a legacy mindset. And we are just going to only be able to get through one today because these are uh, really great stories. So the first one is uh, the attitude, an attitude of servitude. And if you have a pen, I would encourage you to write this out. This is going to be one of those note-taking type series. (laughs) But um, Martin Luther King stated, anyone can be great because anyone can serve. And servitude has so many levels to it, just like emotional intelligence. and, And actually, I would even say that servitude is a form of emotional intelligence to some degree. But let's talk to you about a man named Rick Rascorla. He's a prime example of someone who is very much in, in into serving others to the greatest degree. 
And you probably don't recognize that name, but I, I really think it's somebody that you might want to try and recognize in the future. He's well worth that. Um, he became an American hero. Uh, he served in the British and American Army for many years, actually uh, rose to the position um, or title of colonel, and um, was well honored. Um, he was a man who always was thinking of others in everything that he did. Well, on 9-11, and I know that that, that particular word or words uh, strike fear in your heart right away, but bear with me as I get through this story because it's a very moving and very powerful story. But on 9-11, he was working for Morgan Stanley on the 44th floor in the South Tower. And uh, he was immediately, the, the, the uh, voice came over the intercom saying, everybody stay put, stay you know behind your desk or under your desk, don't move. Rick immediately disregarded the orders. He knew better from all the training that he had done. And, he, and in his heart, he knew he needed to get the staff out. Now we're talking about 2,700 people that were commanded to stay. He grabbed a bullhorn and he went right to work. He very peacefully began ushering people out, and he had actually done some drills with them previously, so they weren't totally unfamiliar with what he was doing. But he was singing songs in the stairwells, and the national anthem. He was encouraging them and telling them, you know, they were. He was so proud of them that yeah, that they were going to be on the news tomorrow as heroes for you know getting out of the towers, you know, quietly and peacefully, helping one another to get out of the towers. And he was singing Cornwell songs from the British Army, and you know, really just trying to keep the spirits high as and, and calm as he ushered the people out of the twin towers. And he ended up having to go back several times. So he was going up the stairwell, that, and they were telling him he couldn't go, but he was pushing back anyway and kept going and getting more people and bringing them down. So basically he was disregarding all the orders and making sure that he got everyone out. And as it turns out, he got almost the entire staff out. But uh, here's the, the cool part. In addition to him serving you know, them, he's calling his wife in the midst of all this. And she's crying on the phone. And he's saying, don't cry. You know, he says, um, I, don't want, I, I love you and I want to remember you for your smiles and laughter. And he says, I just want you to know that if something happens, you have made me the happiest man I could ever be. And he just wanted her to know that. But then he called somebody else to make sure that they would take care of his wife and that they would comfort her if something should happen. So his mind was always on everybody else. And unfortunately, he in his last trip up to try to get the last few people down, he, he had got caught up in the, in the crumbling of the towers and his remains were never found. So what can we learn from Rick Riscorla? First, always do what's right. No matter what is happening, no matter what anyone's saying to you, do what is right. Number two, listen to the, or lighten the atmosphere and remain focused whenever in a crisis. People are always going to be looking for someone who's stable and calm in spirit. They're always going to look for that rock, okay? And that takes time to develop, but it's well worth it. And then finally, number three, when the chips are down, be there for others. This is the biggest thing, okay? If you really want to have that legacy mindset, these are the three things. And we'll review these again tomorrow. Well, we've run over time for today, but I thank you for joining us. Uh, we've gotten through the very first one of the ten, an attitude of servitude. Please join us again for your journey to greatness through routine as we continue in this series on building a legacy mindset. I wish you an amazing legacy building day. Until next time, and I would encourage you to share this with anyone that you think it might help. Thank you for joining. This is Michelle Steffes.